It's Avery, and this is the Lesson in Letters podcast. Consider me your new older sister figure, in my case, the older sister that I never had. This podcast is going to explore lessons that me and my guests learned sometimes the hard way. Expect to talk all things fate, maybe relationships one day, or maybe funny, embarrassing moments that happened. I mean, you know as much as I do, but one thing you can be sure of is that each podcast, you're going to walk away with one lesson and one what sounds like a heartfelt letter just for you. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Lessons and Letters podcast. This is Avery, and I always say that I have special guests on, but today I do have a really special guest on. Um, actually, the most special, in my opinion. I have my fiance on, Tanner, and it may be by force. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Tanner here. Yeah, Tanner here. Um, when I first started the podcast, I told him that I wanted to have him on, but during like a specific time in the in my life in our life too and in my head that's when we would be engaged and now's the time so here we are a few months later yep here we are and I mean I hope you know what the first question is gonna be because <laughs> if you didn't that means you wouldn't listen to the podcast but, absolutely okay but do you know what my answer is gonna be that's the real question. I don't think you do. All right. What's your most embarrassing story? Well, uh, we'll take it back to, I guess, probably five years ago. And so this was probably six months after Avery and I had started dating. And it was Christmas time at the Dixons. And uh, I, I came over Christmas night for my first Dixmas, as they call it. Sorry, maybe not show appropriate, but um, <laughs> because <laughs> that's the name because for it. <laughs> my last name is Dixon. Yes, exactly. That's better. Yeah. Um, and so the party at our house is called Dixmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, we're getting food, whatever, and we we're eating in the in the living room, and and I got myself a a nice big plate of some fillet and and potatoes and green beans whatever it be and i go to cut into the steak and next thing i know the plate just breaks right in half um (laughs) you know i truly wasn't that embarrassed but i think avery's mom might have been more embarrassed and probably had a lot of secondhand embarrassment for me because Um, she bought because plastic plates plates. but um all is all is well. We laughed it off. Did it we? Was, yeah. I had secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you, you did. You definitely didn't care. And I feel like that's why we make sense because, I mean, just for like the yin and yang reasons or whatever, like the opposites attract kind of thing, like you're very carefree and I'm like to have a plan, you're go with the flow. I overanalyze situations and you don't. <laughs> Do you agree? Enough said. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of came up with a list of questions as you saw and a lot of the things that I wrote down are things that I wish I would hear in like other podcasts or wish I heard more about and so I kind of came at it through a lens of what I I wish I knew like 
a few years ago or even like today too. So my first question, well, actually, shoot, I'm going to back up. So I'm going to ask you a lot about relationships, but before relationships, um, I kind of want to touch on your conversion story and like what made you convert? Like take me back to when we first started dating. Like was that even something on your radar? Because I grew up Catholic, like cradle Catholic. Um, and it's just always been something important in my life. But you grew up really without a faith. So yeah. take me back to, I guess, your childhood. Yeah, yeah. I'll go way back to the beginning. Um, my dad comes from a Baptist family. Mom, Methodist, question mark. Um, but I was, I was raised really with, with, I wasn't baptized. Uh, we didn't go to church on Sundays. Uh, my brother and I played a lot of hockey growing up and traveled every weekend. Not sure if that was part of the reason. Um, but, uh, love my parents. They, um, they didn't bring me up with a, with a faith, but, but that's okay. And I want to say they're still on their faith journey and there's, still plenty more to come, but I, I want to say my first introduction to faith was probably my, my great grandpa. He, he lived with us for, for about 10 years, probably from the time I was five to like 15. Um, so, uh, what I remember from, from great grandpa, he was, he, he loved his faith. I mean, all he did every day was just sit in the garage, read his Bible, and then take breaks and walk the dogs. I mean, I tell you, that's pretty much all he did. And he he led us in prayer before every meal. He he insisted on it, and and there's something special about about that man. Um, and you know, I I kind of look back on it, and uh, in his last last few years, I mean, he was he was really old. He he almost reached a hundred. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. So his last few years were, were tough and, and tough on me. And I was, you know, I was old enough to like knew, know what was going on, but not old enough to like appreciate our last years together. So I felt kind of distant from him because I just wanted to remove myself from the situation. And, um, truly I was just, I was, I was so sad about it. Um, and that didn't really hit until, until after he left us and, and, and went to heaven. So, uh, there's no doubt in my mind he's in heaven right now. Um, but yeah, beyond that, beyond those years, he, um, I mean, I've always, I've always thought to him and, and prayed to, I mean, I, I always like to think that we can pray to our, uh, our past relatives and, um, to angels and, and whatnot. So I, I just began to pray and at, at random times, whenever I felt like I needed it. Um, but it was funny. <laughs> I remember telling Avery, like the, I didn't really know what prayer was. Um, and all I knew was like from the movies. So like I, I'd see like kids get it down on the, like, their knees next to their beds and pray. And I was like, Oh, i I think this is the way you have to do it. So I just like, I did it that way. Um, <laughs> very, very. That's sweet. Yeah, very. Uh, probably different from from how I pray now. I I, I want to say like I pray in many different ways now. Yeah. Um, whether on my knees or whether just laying in bed or whether in a, a specific spot. I have a question. Yeah. So, 
when you were praying, I know you said that you like were keeping your great grandpa in mind because you believed he had moved on um, to heaven. Like, were you imagining a God or was that just like not really there? You were just kind of like, I'm sending something up to like, because I know my great grandpa is probably somewhere and like that was that. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely praying to him a lot and just like, like just wanting to be comforted, but also praying, praying to God. And I didn't really know Jesus at this point. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like heard about Jesus, you know, but I mean, I, I had no clue about, you know, what the Bible was. Like, I, I didn't really know any stories. I didn't know what Jesus died for and, and his years here on earth. Um, but I mean, I'd say from the time I was 15 to 18, I was pretty removed from my faith. I, um, I would kind of go to church with, with my grandma when she was in town or, um, beyond that, once, once I went to college, I'd go down to Florida and, and visit them every once in a while. And, and we go to church on Sundays, the non-denominational church. And, you know, I, I appreciated it and it wasn't like I was dreading to go. Um, I, it was always kind of mysterious to me and, and I wanted to know more. Um, my, my grandma on my mom's side actually got really back into her faith from my great grandpa as well. And my great grandpa is my dad's side. Um, so as he spent his like last years with us, he, he would, uh, he'd go to church with, with my grandma. She came, she came back to Ohio and, and helped out a lot and, and just went to church with him as much as possible. Cause that's what he wanted. Um, so that, that brought her back into her faith and, and my grandpa. Um, but beyond that, this is all before I met Avery. And next thing I know, and I'm sure maybe we'll do a, another podcast on how we met and, and all that, but for now, Avery and I had met now. Mm-hmm. And fast forward. Yes. And I was 18 years old. Avery was 17 at the time we met. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wrapping up high school and Avery was uh, wrapping up her junior year of high school. And I went to I went to a separate high school from from Avery and, and she went to Catholic high school. I went to public. Um and Avery and I started dating and we, I would start to go to church on random Sundays with her family. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just ask, Hey, can I go to church with you guys? Um, ask Avery that. And I, I don't know how many times I went to church in that first year. Um, but just kind of drew me in. Um, and probably after a year, two years of doing that, I started to get more into my faith on my own. I want to say two years into us dating, Mm -hmm. I started going to church by myself and Avery and I had like a couple of like rough patches and, and whatnot. And I remember in one of those, like I, I leaned on God heavy and just sought out his word and, uh, just prayed that, you know, whatever the path forward is, uh, it's yours. And, and I'm going to take it. I think it's really neat that like this was really on your own, like it was on your own time. And I think it's really difficult for people that are so on fire for their faith to like appropriately 
introduce God and not be like totally gun ho and turn people away. And I remember like having to be like, okay, like, you know, I, I'm not going to shy away from the fact that like we go to church on Sunday and that like, I, I love God, but I wasn't like, you need to go to church with us Sunday or else. Like it was very like open to you and you were the one who totally took that on your own. And like, it was seriously so cool when like, I remember you told me like one day, actually I'm kind of jumping ahead that you're like, I think I'm going to go through RCIA. And I was like, what? Like I had to pinch myself. So I, so I wasn't like too excited. You just ruined the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. No. Um, yeah. but yeah, I was like, literally so elated and I remember having to like tell myself to like chill a little bit so you wouldn't think I was like so crazy but anyway sorry continue I just want to tell from my perspective (laughs) so anyways uh as I was kind of like wrapping up that year going to like church by myself um going with other friends not just with Avery and and kind of just establishing myself more more into the faith and and watching watching videos on YouTube endlessly um Listen to a lot of uh, Protestants and uh, I guess non-denominational. Yeah, and, Mike Todd um, was Mike like Todd. huge. Yeah, Mike Todd was was huge. Um, but Craig Rochelle. Yeah, Craig Rochelle. I'm trying to think who else. Anyone else? Um, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, but as like time went on. I mean, the only church I went to was, was the Catholic church and there was, there was just this beauty to it. And I I couldn't, I don't think I could describe it in that moment. And it's still, it's still hard to describe. Um, but just knowing the, the tradition in the Catholic church and I mean, just the history, it's the first church, um, for our Christian faith. And it's so rich and there's so much that just goes into it and so much truth that get, that goes into it. I mean, it's all it's all facts. Can we pause for a second? Yeah. When you say like it's the first church, like yeah. unpack that for me because I remember um you you watched a video about the Catholic Church and like kind of debunking um like these lies that like it's it's not like the church. So unpack that for me. Uh, that video you're talking about, that's the the Peter, the rock, the keys, the kingdom is, I don't, is that the the right order? (laughs) I'll I'll link it in the show notes because it's a really good video. Yeah. The video just kind of goes into some facts about the church and, and, and the Bible. And it, it reads this really, really compelling verse from the Bible in Matthew, Matthew 16, and it said some somewhere along the lines, Jesus says, and I tell to you, like, you are Peter, talking to Simon, Simon Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church. Mm-hmm. And uh, whoever was running that video, I think his name was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, hope. Yeah, I feel bad if not. But uh, he kind of goes, breaks down that verse and talks about how Jesus like grew up speaking Aramaic and uh, the first Bible was in, in Greek, I want to say. Um, and he explains Peter and, and rock and how in Aramaic they are the same. Um, and, and the word is 
either Cephas or Cephas, not sure which. Um, so he, he kind of dives into that. And basically what that means to me is that Jesus was saying to, to Peter that he is the rock. And on this rock, he will build his church, mm-hmm. ultimately becoming the Catholic church. Yeah. I don't, I just think it's so cool. Like Jesus quite literally handed Peter the keys to the Catholic church. And I think where the big debate is, is like a lot of other churches will be like, no, no, no. Like he was just saying that like figuratively, like he wasn't saying that quite literally, but essentially in that video, like, like you said, he's taking you step by step back through each translation and like breaking it down and saying exactly what Jesus was trying to communicate. Yep. Okay, so back to your conversion story. Okay. Um, you said there's like a lot of truth um, in the Catholic Church, and that's kind of what attracted you to it ultimately. So take me through once you actually decided, like, I want to be a part of the church. Yeah, absolutely. So oh, how old was I when I converted? 22? Mm, yeah. I want to say 22. Yeah, you were 22. Um, so... I was 21 at the time, I think. And I, it was probably like winter time. And I was like, I was looking into RCIA. Um, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I know this is something I'm going to want to do in my future. And I, I didn't really know when, um, but it was just on my heart in this moment. And I knew that like, you know, I'm just going to pray about it and, and see when it, when it comes up and it happened to come up later, probably like six months later, eight months later. And I want to say it was August. And that's about the time that RCI starts in September. And I was like, I'd been praying about it and I was just like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to find a church right now. Don't know where I'm going to look at, all these different churches, mm-hmm. see which one speaks to me. Um, and I, we didn't really have a strong connection to our, our college parish, the Newman, the Newman Center, Center yeah. um, at Ohio state. Just, we, we didn't really love it. Didn't love going there. Um, but we were going to St. St. Christopher's and it was down the street in Grandview and loved the priest there. Father Andrew. Father it's Andrew. The best. Absolute best. He's not there anymore. He he went to a different parish, but he is awesome. And I, I was looking into their program and, you know, it just seemed right. Um, we we're still kind of like dealing with like COVID stuff at the time. So dumb, yeah. but like I, we always love going to St. Chris's and I, I felt like that was, that was the time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 22 years old and in college and I was like sitting on my back porch just praying and I was like this is it Mm -hmm. and I was praying about who was going to be my sponsor and I felt like it was fitting to ask Avery um she was I guess the first introduction to my my Catholic faith and I was so appreciative of that and I I mean I've learned so much from her over the years mm-hmm. just from asking asking questions i and one thing i loved about our relationship and, and my relationship coming coming to christ was like avery mentioned earlier she never she never like 
like I can't even remember a time that you like asked me like to come to church like like in in a way that like you're like oh you're coming you know mm-hmm. um never was she like that and I I was so appreciative of it and I mean it took from the time I was 18 when we met mm-hmm. to the time I was 22 to to become Catholic um and Avery Avery showed a, a lot of grace and Avery kind of you know helped guide me there without her re- really even knowing so I felt like it was fitting and Avery became my sponsor and that's very sweet yeah very sweet so thankful for Avery and and for father father Andrew uh, yeah. their RCI program was like young at the time like they were going through like changes at, at their church so father Andrew actually led the RCI program which I don't think is that common. Most of the parishes around us, it's typically not the priest. Really? That's, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, so I I was very fortunate for that experience and, and just mm-hmm. learning through his experience and, and, and just diving deeper into the faith. So quick question. Um, on the day where you got baptized, um, received Jesus, confirmation, when you received all the sacraments, you said that when you were baptized, like you literally felt like you were a new creation. Yeah. I, I, I felt the Holy spirit like coming onto me. Like I literally like can't explain it to this day. Mm -hmm. I just like, um, and honestly that's like, I feel Jesus. Usually I feel, I feel the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been talking to Avery about this. It's like, oh, I'm having like a hard time like seeing God and like hearing God. But like, I feel like it's like, I'm always feeling the Holy Spirit and feeling like God work in me. It's mm-hmm. just a feeling. Um, Not sure how else to explain it, but that was the first time I had that feeling was when I was baptized. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, And something too that I think is just so neat is that you came from like, not really being super duper interested in the faith like you love that your great grandpa was into it your grandma like that was kind of your only touch point with the faith and you were on your own journey to to find Christ right and I just think it's super cool now because like you are literally leading us in our faith and that was a huge huge deal um and and, like something that we talked about you and I because like and it's actually something I brought up in my top 22 lessons learned in 2022, like that men are supposed to be like the leaders in faith and like, especially in a relationship. And it's been so cool. Like you've come like tenfold and I know it's going to keep growing. Like, like just the fact that like you will sit down with just us two, like we always do it usually just in private and like you will pray out loud. Like that is so cool to me and something that I really look up to and you're constantly sending me stuff that I'm learning about. So it's really neat and just a testament to how God can work through people. Um, yeah, yeah, that's really all I have to say, <laughs> but it's just been so cool. Um, and it's, it's really changed our relationship. So I always say that our relationship had a BC and an AD, like a before Christ and after. So we, I'm sure we'll get into that one day about like what that really means and entails, but I'm curious if you can tell me what some of the fruits are that you feel came from having Christ at the center of our relationship. 
I mean, to put it in one word, peace. Um, that's that's what I've felt. I, I can't speak for Avery and, and what she has felt in these past, I guess, three years, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, probably from the time that I was 21 and, and Avery was is 20. Um, I would say that was kind of like the change point. And I, all I can, all I can think is peace. And what that means to me is that through my time spending with God and my time developing relationships with, with like-minded individuals, um, especially guys, um, I found myself just with more grace, Mm -hmm. with the ability to love Avery the way she needs to be loved although we're not all the way there yet (laughs) can always work harder um love languages but I mean what it comes down to is God fills fills those gaps in our heart and I mean beforehand Mm -hmm. I mean you know even if I was going to church with your family every once in a while even if I was like praying here and there I mean there was a distinct difference from the moment where like, Oh, like if we want to have a future together, like, like marriage ultimately like is God. It's like the triangle. It's God's gift. Yeah, it is. Um, it's so funny that you said peace because before you came down here, I was looking at the questions and I was like, what would I say about the fruits? And I literally wrote down there's peace. So definitely in line with that one I, wow. s- I swear we didn't die about that before but like along that lines like I just feel like we made sense like I wasn't constantly being like should we be together should we not like uh, god what do you want me to do like w- like where's this going like I just like felt peace we made sense mm-hmm. um once Christ was in the center and it makes sense because like like you're talking about like that's the model for marriage it's like the triangle um you me and god yeah. um I also feel like having Christ in the center also has allowed us to start seeing each other as God sees us and not seeing each other just as like this individual that I'm dating. Like there's a sense of duty there. Like, mm-hmm. like marriage, like the, one of the biggest goals is getting your spouse to heaven. Like that is like the biggest goal. Right. Yeah. And there's like such honor and duty in that. And then also, and like, <laughs> I can't say my favorite part, but like, it's seriously something that I just love is because Christ is in the center. I just feel like we have such richer and deeper conversations that are like intellectually stimulating because I find our faith and the Catholic church so fascinating and it's just brought a whole new topic to the table. Would you Absolutely. Agree? I mean, you're so right. I mean, Avery's clearly the wise one of the two of us. Um, always has been, always will be. <laughs> no, you are. And I mean, it's it's one of the things I, I love about Avery and um, so so blessed and, and fortunate to to have a fiance that loves God this much. But I guess I feel like we should like rewind a little bit. We didn't like we talked about like what it was like after but maybe we should talk about like what it was slightly like before um i mean just oh like the bc yeah okay yeah absolutely i i feel like that's that's truly important and maybe there's some people listening that 
are still trying to find God and I mean, find what it means to, to like have, have God in your life every day. And be in a relationship that That, is fruitful. So what would you say? Um, before Mm -hmm. we, we looked a lot to those around us to judge our relationships. We were listening to, Oh my God. We were listening to podcasts like, like, just say it. You loved Rachel Hollis. Yeah. I was like, I don't like her, whatever. <laughs> um, and like, we were listening to some other people and, you know, and like, like very, if you don't yeah. know that it's like very self-help-y yeah. it's, type of people. We were, yeah, we were looking at self-help and I mean, there's, there's a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. in it. Um, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong, but I mean, it, it just wasn't. We were we were looking to those around us. We were looking to, um, like friends. We were looking at movies. We were looking at all these different things in the secular world to like mm-hmm. judge how we're doing in our relationship. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with us. You know, yeah. I mean, or God's plan for your relationships. Yep. yep, and to be honest, like in that BC, like we were like we we're just we were judgy. <laughs> I mean, we were judgy of like each other. We were judgy of like how our relationship was doing. And instead of just giving it all to God, we were like, just, yeah, I feel like, I mean, it's not like we fought or anything. It was just, we were missing, we were missing God and, mm-hmm. and missing that grace and that peace that we're talking about now. Well, here's the thing. I think when you're looking for so, like all these outside Uh, to these outside sources that aren't rooted in faith and what God says about your marriage or relationships, you're, there's so many different frameworks on what an ideal relationship looks like. Like one podcaster or influencer or movie can be like a healthy marriage looks like an open marriage. Like some people quite literally think that and not to say that's like where our heads were, but there's just so many different frameworks for like what success looks like in marriage. And by having Christ in the center, you have the framework. Like God spells it out for you. Our Catholic church said like spells it out and there's no like questions. If up, if what, whatever it is about it, like it's either you're in or you're out. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that also brings peace because you're not like, uh, what am I supposed to be measuring up to again? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think in any way we're, we're, we're judging those that, that don't put God in the center or, or no, absolutely not. And I think, I think what I want to say is that, you know, no matter where you are in, in your relationship or, or, you know, praying for your future relationships, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but at the end of the day, if you're not happy in your relationship, try sprinkling a little, sprinkle in a little of a little of God in there, and I mean, test it out, see what it's like. I mean, for us, for us, it's it's been everything, and mm-hmm. and will continue to be everything until we go to heaven one day. Yeah, agreed. We hope. Agreed. Um, so Tanner, I would have paid money to hear this answer um years ago from your perspective as a guy what do you feel like a guy is looking for in a potential spouse i mean i i know like we've talked about this before and i mean 
every every guy could be looking for something different but what it what it comes down to for me in my head and if i were to give advice to to younger guys younger women um and i would say younger younger women should be looking for for a guy that's ultimately following christ and you know i i wasn't when avery and i first met and I'd like to say that like, you know, that's, that's okay. Um, ultimately look for what their, what their values are. Make sure your values align. And if they're not, sorry, the dogs are trying to break into the room right now. <laughs> um, but where was I? Making sure values align. Yeah. I mean, the most important thing I'd say is, is making sure your values align. Look for, look for a man that, that has great character. Look how they act around their family. Do, do they show their, their family grace? Do, do they get upset and frustrated with, with people? I mean, look at their other relationships that are already established and that'll give you an idea of probably what your relationship's going to look like six months down the line. Um, so ultimately look for someone that loves God, mm-hmm. has the same values with you, um, and, and pursues you. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, this, this is the guy that hopefully if, you know, if dating goes well and, and things are aligning that this is the guy that you're going to marry. Yeah. Um, and I know that takes time to figure it out, but look for someone that pursues you. Um, and Avery probably has a lot to say on that. Okay. So I, I love that answer and I didn't want to interrupt, but I actually asked from your perspective, what is a guy looking for in a potential spouse? But that was really, really good. Actually super helpful, but I'm curious, like what virtues would you say, or like characteristics, whatever it is that a guy is looking for in a lady to date potentially marry yeah i mean (laughs) first of all (laughs) i am not the best listener clearly um still working on it um but ultimately if if a guy's the qualities a guy is going to look for in a woman is a woman that i'm going to echo the first thing that i said about a uh, woman looking for a man i mean follows God and and does it with with everything they have puts God first um ultimately that a woman would put God in the center of their relationship so I mean this this takes strength so ultimately a woman that that is going to be is going to be strong in your relationship but beyond that a woman that has patience. I laugh at that because I mean, it's tough. I mean, men, we, not, not all men, but a a lot of us, we clearly don't always like listen the best. We don't always ask the best questions. Um, there's a, there's a reason women and men are different, like clearly different. Our, our minds just work in different ways. I, women can just go and sit and talk about a million different things within like one hour and their mind is just like still going. 
Um, True. And men are just sitting there like sports, politics. Um, what did you eat today? <laughs> I mean, just surface level stuff. But uh, we're working on that. So so have patience with us and and ask probing questions. I mean, I'm hoping that that you know whoever this guy is can can ask him back and 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 pursue you like I said. But ultimately patience and 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 caring. Someone that is going to care when when the guy messes up, you know? Like don't be afraid to call the guy out. I mean, that's you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you were not to call the man out when he's wrong. Um, cause it's just going to go on and on and on. So understand that your faith comes first and whoever, whoever this man is, is not appreciating that, then maybe he's not right for you. So I, I think I said, seeks God, patience, caring, and not being afraid to like step up. So ultimately that should all add up to you just being yourself. Don't change who you are for someone else. Don't do that. It's not worth it. It won't last. Um, it won't work out and you won't be happy if, if you're not yourself. So does that answer your question this time? (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. Very, very helpful. Um, okay. Well, this was a lot. So I feel like, and all very good stuff too. Honestly, I wanted to ask you about like engagement and stuff like that, but I feel like maybe we'll just save that for another podcast if if you'll come back on. So would love to. Um, let's close it out with a lesson and a letter. So it's funny before Dan and I started recording, he was like looking at the questions I sent him. And he was like, I don't even understand what a lesson in a letter is. And I was like, still don't understand. And I'm like, well, okay, that's great. Considering it's literally the name of my podcast and the brand itself. And so I was like, maybe I never really described this well enough. So essentially I came up with lessons in letters because, um, it kind of goes back to my childhood. I literally love learning life lessons. (laughs) That sounds so, that sounds stupid, <laughs> but like I would do anything to like listen to like a Tony Robbins video or learning about like something in our faith. Like to me, I just was always looking for like some type of life experience that I could learn in the form of like a lesson, like somebody else telling me. Um, I don't know. I just think it's so beauty, so beautiful and such a gift that you can literally learn something without like having to do it the hard way. And like life's a balance. Like you have to do stuff and go through really hard things and like learn it that way. But you can also learn things from people's mistakes or things people learned just living their life. So that's kind of a lesson. Like I want each guest to come on and say one valuable life lesson that they learned or lived by. And then (laughs) a letter... (laughs) i'm not ready for the lesson okay and then the letter um funny enough i 
kind of had trouble like expressing how I'd feel sometimes when I was little like literally I'd be like mad at my parents for something and I would like write them an angry letter and put it underneath their pillow so they would get it at like before they went to bed or like leave a nice one um on their bed like telling them how much I love them how grateful I am and so letters have just been so important to me and the the way that I feel personally when I get a letter I'm like I'm so touched like this person hand wrote a letter for me and so my hope with this is that each guest can almost write a hand letter to you whoever is listening and that it might hit the same way that it would when you're opening up one that was written on pen and paper so tanner with that what is your lesson so my lesson although i'm not sure if this is right but first of all there's no right answer <laughs> no first or, of all right answer <laughs> okay, no. first of all i mean clearly the wise one did you hear that um but my lesson i i chose psalm 27 and goes a little like this not sure probably paraphrasing the lord is my light and my salvation and whom should i feel fear Love it, Tan. Okay, what is your letter? My letter, I just wrote this, so sorry for any typos because I didn't <laughs> I didn't revisit it. Um, when you're struggling with fear, temptation, friendships, and relationships, remember the people around you are there to support you. Seek out those that give you that support. Find mentors. Pick up the phone and call the people you love. But at the end of the day, remember that there's only one that can fill the gaps, and that's Christ. That was really good. I love that. Who says you're not a good writer? Uh, myself. No, that was really good. Um, well, well, it's been a dream of mine to have you on the pod. Well, such an honor. Finally, <laughs> it, it happened. Is it? <laughs> yeah, no, well, seriously. The only time will tell if you come back or not. Yeah, but, I hope so. We'll, um, we'll see what the viewers think. Well, the hopefully viewers, the, listeners. the listeners, I guess. Um, yeah, you should do like a, a vodcast. I'd like that. People get to see me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, this was awesome. And I love you. And I'll see you later. Let's go get dinner. Love you. Hungry. <laughs>